0: On Lakoshcast. Big games across Europe as Manchester United react to the derby loss by falling back on their fullbacks, Barcelona lose at home for the first time since the Spanish Civil War, Solari gets to stay at the party, and Higuain gets iguaned up as Milan land in trouble. All these things, fraud or goat, all the other nonsense, and West Ham get nasty with Nazari. Andiamo! And welcome to The Kosh cast on underthecoshblog.com and at under underscore the kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex, Mohanad is here. Hello. Bernie is here. Hello. And unfortunately we're missing Rache again this Yes, week. we are. It's a sad day. He's a busy man. Yeah. But Bernie, yes, we have to celebrate something. We do because it's your birth. Well, it's not today. Like, yeah, it is it, your birthday weekend for some people
1: who'll be listening on Wednesday. <laughs> it will be my birthday. Yeah,
0: yeah. Happy birthday!
1: How old are you? Thirty. Ooh, it's a big one. Yeah, I have four more years at top level. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You can't get to deep play until you're forty. Come on. Well, I don't know unless uh, you know. I got this Latin or the Ronaldo. What's Ronaldo do? Oh, he works out, which I don't. Yeah, so
2: never cry, mind. Cryogenic like stuff at home, and, which I'm not doing. Right. I'll, I'll cry. What I'll about yoga? Cryogenic. What about yoga? Yoga? Yeah. yeah. Really
0: extend, extend the light. No. Really. Okay. Yeah. We just ate jelly beans. I don't think we're doing anything <laughs> healthy <laughs> anymore. I mean, yeah.
2: Ronaldo also does like baby mamas. Mm. Mm. Just saying, mm. maybe that has something to do with his long. Maybe day. that helps. Yeah. Mm. yeah. No. Mm. I'm not saying you should dabble. Strong words. <laughs>
0: Anyway, uh, I hope you had a, a wonderful birthday weekend Yes, wonderful And uh, thanks for the Kosh for coming out and making it a great day Always uh, and how
2: are you? Uh, tired Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's only Monday <laughs> Yeah, yeah but like, Good luck for the rest of the week I know, yeah it, It's true when they say you can't play two games in like a day or whatever
0: Well, funnily enough Nor could Samir Nazri And that's why he needed that IV whatever drip and, and that put him out of the game for 18 months And he's coming back well, it, well, and I for it put, one, I'm delighted about it. It
2: put him out of the game because his ex-girlfriend, their ex-wife, tweeted about it out of spite, <laughs> just to get it. I mean, that was actually that's one of the thing i ever heard. Top Twitter nights I've ever had on Twitter in like the three years I've been on there. Like that, when that drip thing came <laughs> up, I remember it was like late. and I was just like, "What's going on?" And you go from tweet to tweet until you find the actual account of the drip doctors, and it started to really unravel. And you found that it was through the ex-girlfriend's account. And it was, it was an amazing night. That's the pettiest thing I've ever mm. seen. And well, what amazed me right now is that if
1: you had to bet on a football club yes. to bring him back, if you had to make one guess, you knew it would be West
0: Ham. You really did. <laughs> you, even having, having a sensible manager like Pellegrini can't hold back <laughs> the, the porn dildo brothers Just that, making another stupid
2: <laughs> signing. That's Reback uh, reunited with Wilshire.
0: Oh, so Nazri you know. Wilshire, Arnautovic, Jan Malenko, and Felipe
2: <laughs> Anderson—it's like a pirate ship. Yeah, I'm and the right young Declan Rice just having to hold it all together. Yeah, when <laughs> when Pellegrini, you know, they told him you have to manage his team. He's he, he's gonna earn his paycheck. Yeah. Like I need a raise. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that would be exciting. Whatever, let's just see Nazri. But what, what was he doing up till now? Uh, like, drugs. I was chilling. Yeah, right. Other than that, like, was he, was he playing? Probably, uh, I could see him like trying to start a little
0: rap career or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like has, the, the French s- Eminem. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think he was starring in uh, Karim Benzema's documentary. <laughs> uh, filmmaker. <laughs> trying to make the case for why Karim is a good guy. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> good um, luck to him. So, speaking of Nasri X City Player, let's talk about the Manchester derby?
0: Yeah, Bernie, uh, you knew that you'd lose, yes, and you lost, yes. So feeling alright?
1: Uh, yeah. It's it's not one of those things where I felt bad watching it. it had a brief moment of Jose out <laughs> uh, anger, and then it it went away like
2: like a like a speeding bullet, really. Right. Well, I mean, you you guys also came off that like that win against Juventus in Turin, which kind of I think added just a little bit more excitement to this game. Thinking I don't know. Something about like how you guys are on good form, or but like we talked about this, and it's like it was a fluke result. It was smash and grab. I don't think it was gonna ever translate to city in the league. Can I, can I say so? <laughs> it's funny because when when some
1: of the friends who like we talk about United, they'll listen to us and they consider me a hater. Right. Right now, especially right now, because I said, you know, that game was exactly that. I was happy we won. I was euphoric. Mm-hmm. It was a great thing, but. We didn't offer a single thing. And there were a lot of people going like, bring on City! And I was like, what? What, <laughs> what do you mean? If we play half as, as, as what we did right. against Juventus, we'll get smashed!
0: Well, this is the funny thing about after the 2-1 winner against Bournemouth. Because Smalling was like, yeah, we're going to take the confidence into the Juve game. And then I was like, well, that's just stupid. Yeah. Right? But they actually managed to do it. But yeah, this time, City is a whole other level.
1: I could I could understand that in a sense of the second half, did came out and played. Against Juventus, they didn't play for shit, like, at all. So I was shocked at the whole come on City thing. And, you know, getting into the game, the only thing that surprised me really was the fact that City didn't do much in this match. But but
2: that's been the history. City have not, you know, taken their chances in in this fixture. And we've seen that recently where they should be killing this game early on. It should be out of reach by halftime. But we saw last time when allowed United back into it very late. Um, and that's what United kind of are good at doing. They're kind of hanging around, being in games, even though they're not playing well. They don't have any of the possession. But even at 2-1, I thought, you know what? You can get a corner or a free kick here and anything can happen. So City just haven't been killing this fixture off like they should have This for one, the this one was a
1: little different to the last one because in the last one, I thought it could have been 5-0 at halftime. Mm. In this one, City didn't actually create that many chances to put United away. They didn't do anything. They passed in front of United. And I thought City were just not, I mean, Guardiola said we were not being brave. And he criticized his own team for that. And I thought, I was watching it, first 10 minutes, they looked dynamic and interesting. But they didn't force
0: anyone to do anything. And that was surprising to me. You know who was brave? Edison. Yes. He
2: made a brave decision to put his face and hands in front of Lukaku. That's his second. For absolutely no reason whatsoever. His second penalty in the league in a row was the like exact that. same, same way. Well, I mean, people, are, I mean, there's an idea that he's just bored. He just wants to be involved, so he's like, I'm just going to come out for these because there's nothing else to do all game. Well, he's crazy. I mean, he had
1: had a reputation for being a a loose cannon before he joined, and you can't do that twice in a row. Well, the thing is, though, that if you've got a
0: fucking massive neck tattoo, at some point you have to do something mental. Otherwise, you're just a fraud. Yeah, you're a
2: fraud. Yeah, exactly. Um, But going into the game again, I think we talked about it similar week, and I don't know if you guys agree, but... I feel that, obviously, City are the best team in the Premier League by a mile. They're one of the best in Europe. Mm-hmm. And everybody goes there and expects to lose. Arsenal go there, expect to lose. The Spurs go there, they lose. Liverpool fare a bit better, etc. Mm-hmm. Chelsea go there, they don't expect to... Oh. Unprofessional. No, that's not me. It's a laptop. I'm oh. getting a call on the laptop. Anyway. Yeah. Um, in that case, so somewhat professional. Yeah, somewhat. <laughs> I can't mute a laptop. <laughs> no, no. Um, so, what I'm, what my point is that I think the whole... United, it being a derby and it being in Manchester, etc., puts a lot more pressure on United to perform against City, who are the best team by far, than any other team. You know, Arsenal go there and lose, you move on, etc. But with United, it's always highlighted just because it's a derby. And I was talking to you about this. If it yeah. were Chelsea that were, you know, in the position that City are, or Spurs, let's say, if it were Spurs, then Arsenal would have that pressure of going there and always being highlighted as, you know, the North of London Derby and you get your ass whooped. So it's just a bit unlucky for United that it is City, because everyone goes and still loses, if not worse yeah. than this. No, I, I, I take that point, although I will say
0: to it two things. One is City had to deal with the opposite of that for 150 years, whatever, right? Like right? That was their rival. United were the best team by a mile, and City got smashed. I mean, they won games here and there, but, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think the problem is that it just does not
1: need to be this way. As great as Pep Guardiola is, which he is, the best manager in the league right now, as great as this expensive squad is, it does not have to be this way. And by the way, when they played Liverpool this season, they showed Liverpool the utmost respect by actually stifling Liverpool's play. So you look at the United team, that team is good enough to actually attack, which they did do against them last season. In both fixtures, but more the second one. So it doesn't have to be this way. It's not like yeah. Man City of the past, who were complete rubbish, and you knew what was going to happen. Right. It doesn't need to be.
2: Also, no matter what you think of Pogba, it is a big miss um, that you know between a Wednesday or whatever and a Sunday, he's all of a sudden not available. um Again, you've got a player in the quality, in theory, of Alexis Sanchez, who's not playing well, he's on the bench. Of the quality of Lukaku, who's not playing well, he's on the bench. So when you have a team, regardless of who they are, that has Alexis, Lukaku and Pogba out for different reasons. That's three huge players and then you try and take on the best team in the, in the land. I mean, how are you going to fare? There's no way you can come away with the result unless it's a free kind of game.
0: No, that's fair. But also talking of literally huge players, uh, Mourinho's Fellaini quote was good. Um, mm. cause, because Pogba was injured, right? Fellaini had to play the whole game. And, and Mourinho said... What was he said, Benny? He was like, if only we'd have Fellini fresh to come on in the last 20, mm. City would have been in trouble. To me, that's a sackable statement. <laughs> I think it
1: probably worse. Sure but I will say this. I, watching that game, I thought... And this is an indictment of our team, by the way. Fellini was the best player on the pitch. Oh, yeah. Every time... Sorry for us. Every time City tried to pass the ball, and one of the reasons why they didn't do anything was he would blocked everything. It was wonderful. But... The last thing I do want to highlight here was, obviously City, and I mean, it was too easy for them, but Fernandinho is the greatest hitman in the history of the Premier League.
2: That tactical and foul. The guys are murderer. I,
1: I saw it six, five or six times. He got, he admonished um, Mares for not doing the tactical foul, and then he had to go do right.
0: it. Yeah, Bernardo's been doing him as well. Yeah, uh,
1: what, what I find disingenuous, though, is that Pep said, we don't tactical foul. And if you watch the DVD, oh, I, you yeah. saw when he said, if they, you lose the ball and they get to you, foul them. mean, it's smart. I believe it's smart.
2: Own it. It's yeah. brilliant. Mourinho also did say after the game that everybody has to agree. I mean, just at that start, I'd say no. Um, it is one thing to go to events and play against one of the best teams in the world for 90 minutes. Another thing to be shocked at the Nesca, home six zero home 6-0 and be relaxed. We arrive in different circumstances. <off>. What a joke! <laughs> it's like really. Anyways, um, so yeah, so the last goal though by City was was brilliant. That like kind of forty pass move finished off, and mm-hmm. Aguero seems to have always hair. have the, yeah Blonde. there. I like it actually. Aguero seems to always have that near post finish. Yeah. in big games, he's done it against Chelsea a few times. He did it this game. De Gea maybe could have done better, but still that shot was. I fast. I thought I thought he should have saved it, but
1: have you? Is this a, who hits the who hits harder than? Aguero. When Aguero lashes the wall, it's that,
2: it's I'm a, not sure it's so all that the power and, and that kind of stockiness yeah. that he has. It just comes out. Yeah.
0: In the box, I'm not sure anyone no. has a than Aguero. I'm, I'm struggling to think. I mean, historically,
2: like, Adriano. Right. But,
0: yeah, yeah. in recent times.
2: Um, Silva's goal. Silva had, like, 10 minutes to himself in the box, um, which was weird to see. Like, he was just there, chilling. Yeah. Why um, not? Good right foot finish. Uh, Sterling, again, a great game. Mars is a good game until he... I mean... It's crazy. And you can take Mars off and you bring on a sunny. And then I mean, this is also all without De Bruyne. Yeah. Like, come they on. They barely missed it. Yeah. They, yep. If at all. Like, they're actually
0: better this year. Their goal difference is plus 31. The next nearest, I think, is Chelsea's 19. It's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. Yeah, Anything well, else about about this? Well, one one
0: very last thing is uh, Mendy got called into the front the squad. Pulled out due
2: to injury. Got replaced by Mendy for Lyon. Good stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, that puts... Um, United in eighth with a negative goal difference. Mm-hmm. I think the last time one of the one of the stats like the last time United something like this was like nineteen ninety six or whatever. It was at the stage of the season in sitting in eighth. But the thing is, I think someone had mentioned that something about like if Mourinho can't get his team to defend, mm-hmm. then what can you get him to do?
0: Oh, that was me. Right.
2: Yeah. There
1: we go. But but then again, it's like did Mourinho get them to defend when they finished second and had a wonderful defensive record? No. He really didn't. They defended like trash. De so he hasn't gotten them to defend in since he's been there, really.
2: De Gea quickly, but since I was brought up, um, he's having an under under kind of average season, like to his high standards. I would say... I mean, his kick gave it away, to be fair. Too, I, for that I would say
1: his kick was too hard for Lingard, but Lingard should have trapped it. Mm. I thought my... Where I thought he was at fault was, how can you get beaten... At post. the near post like that, I don't. I don't blame him. But for in the general, game.
2: this season, do you feel he?
1: I I think he's come down a notch this mm-hmm. season, and but even again, and and I say it again, if you look at the number of shots he saved compared to anyone else, he still saved more than any other top. Well, he he,
2: he he creates his own standard, right? That's the thing. Yeah, like it's, yeah. So he's
1: still doing what he's supposed to be doing, but there's another two keepers we'll talk about today, who were on that top echelon and they have come
0: down mm-hmm. hard, and mm-hmm. we'll get to that. Well, let's do that now. Should we go to, to Dortmund and Bayern? We don't yeah, usually be sure, in Bundesliga, but... This was an unbelievable game. It was fantastic. I mean, you you finished
2: watching the game and you immediately messaged me and said, we got to talk about it. I couldn't. The second, the second half of this game was phenomenal. I think first half, Dortmund went to losing, if I'm not mistaken, 2-1. Um, but then the second half, it was just... Dortmund are top of the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, they needed the win um, to solidify that position. Bayern are having a really bad season. Um, one of their worst in history. Um, even, you know, is coming out saying, we're going to completely transform this team in the summer, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, looking at their team, there are a lot of old people on the field, old as in maybe a lot of football, not necessarily age-wise, but mm-hmm. you've got Muller yeah, yeah. and, and, and Ribery and, just like, well. people that have been around for a very people long time. People have been around for a while and it's just a bit stale. Javi Martinez is back in midfield. Like, it just seems mm-hmm. like too patchy, um, and they've, they've gotten away with it because the Bundesliga for them was too easy, yeah. but they're not, getting it, they're not getting away with it this year. Um, you could see the biggest contrast you could see was Ribery and Sancho were playing on the same wing for their respective teams, mm-hmm. you know? and you could just see the difference in kind of that youth and energy that mm-hmm. they brought, um, and that was what really kind of shifted this game in, in Dortmund's favor. Well, just, I mean, the one,
0: the one kind of area that is fresh for, for Bayern is, uh, is Nabry, mm-hmm. who's playing on the right and was involved in the first two Bayern goals. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was nice to see. But yeah, Dortmund just look this season a much faster, stronger, more dynamic team, kind of like the Dortmund that we knew under Klopp a few mm-hmm. years ago. Um, and Bayern just couldn't couldn't live with them, especially no, on the break. They, they seem
1: to know what they want to do. And, I, and I'm not sure Bayern Munich know what they want to do right. I mean, there were some good touches. I thought the build-up play for the first goal for Lewandowski mm. was really good. But the Velazquez build-up play for thing. the second Lewandowski goal was probably the goal of the weekend, that really. Was really. That was
0: beautiful. Wonderful. The flick from Gnabry and the cross from Kimmich. And, just,
2: yeah. to, just to... Um... Rectify something I said So Dortmund I think it was forty In the 45th minute They went 1-0 down to Bayern okay. And then in the 49th They got a 1-1 was the beginning of the second half Yeah 52nd yeah. Bayern came 2-1 And then from there Dortmund 2-2 Dortmund 3-2 And When you have someone Like in the form of Alcacer To come on And You know And, and have that effect on, on the game When everyone You have tired legs in defense And he's probably been One of the best strikers In the Bundesliga This season And he's coming off the bench that's crazy. Royce as well, he was captain for for this game. He absolutely killed it. Let's, he, let's start let's start with Royce the penalty
1: for a second. The penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I mean this is the exact same thing Ederson did mm. for for City. Yep. Unbelievable like firstly, in both cases, no need for that. And Manuel Neuer built a reputation of being the guy <clears throat> who stands up to you. Right. Remember you was know, the Stay whole up. thing about he doesn't go down easy, he makes himself big. And I don't understand why. Firstly, Royce it's going to take a touch to put the ball to the side. Yeah. As a goalkeeper, you have to read that. He had no need to do that. And I, and I watched this guy and I thought, it must be injury and rustiness because this dude is not making the
2: right decisions. So here's a stat for you. Neuer has made 12 saves in the Bundesliga all season, which is the lowest of all keepers who have played three or more games. That he that has, like one a game? <clears throat> yep. He has conceded 14 goals, which is the most in the top four and two more than 14th place Schalke. Wow. That's how bad Bayern's defence has been. And Neuer specifically himself as well. He's been, he's been way below par this season. It is bad. I mean,
0: the, the defence on, on paper kind of looks very good. But then whenever I say... And listen, we don't watch Bundesliga every week. So, you know, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong here. But every time I see Hummels and Boateng, they just look like dinosaurs. Mm. I know they're good on the ball and stuff, but they just look so easily bypassed. They are they so slow, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and they seem to play higher up the pitch, which I'm not sure makes sense when you have centre-backs that are that slow.
2: Right, when you have Royce and Sancho and all these people running at you. I mean, Alcacer is not a speed demon, no, but he rinsed them. The yeah. left back, uh, Dorman's left back was a piece of game, can't remember his name. Um, he killed it as well. Um, But here's the here's stats for Michael Royce, who was man of the match. 53 touches, 32 passes, 2 goals, 3 tackles, 4 shots on target... He absolutely the, that goal is oh, such a such hard, hard technique mm-hmm. that it comes like, uh, across your body. Mm-hmm. So I, Dortmund before that goal missed guilt edged chances, yeah. open goals, mm-hmm. absolutely open goal, and then he scored the hardest one. Um, it, it was it was fantastic. It was so, like, the, the only thing about Marco Royce is that you
1: just I feel like there's a whole career wasted because mm. he's been injured for so the much injury, of it, and yeah. you feel like you've been robbed of of a potential world class talent. Mm-hmm. And it's just now I'm just enjoying the fact that. You know, if they win this this league, I'm rooting for them. I want them to win because I almost want Royce to win something. Yeah. You
2: know. Well, they're, what, seven points clear, is it? Yeah, yeah. I think so, something like that. But um, I can change quickly once they sack a manager. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, let's stick with the big European games. Let's talk about AC Milan and Juve. Sure. Mm. Yeah. So we'll take one big game from every league. Yeah, absolutely. We'll... So, this one, um, obviously the storyline here was that, um, obviously, Ronaldo with Juventus... And Higuain with AC Milan. Higuain who went to Milan because he was surplus to requirements at Juve because of Ronaldo, etc. And Higuain, you know, we all know he, f- he still feels sour about that. He did come out yep. explicitly and say, you know, they told me I have no, no more space in the squad because of Ronaldo. Um, this game started off with uh, Milan getting a penalty, which was... No, that was after after? You think Iguain the, the mm. penalty he missed? It yeah. was uh, who
1: scored the first goal? Manzukic header. Oh. The cross was fantastic. The cross is sensational. But the header, he he mauled the defender. The I not remember who the left. The
2: hand other did looked around like he was dazed. It was <laughs> Rodri- Rodriguez. <wasn't laughs> mm. yeah. mm. Manzukic yeah.
1: owned him. Right He's there. very underrated, Manzukic. By the way, when I think I think the problem for Iguain, it wasn't Ronaldo. I think the problem was Manzukic because Manzukic was the clutch player. Uh, last year right. and the year before in the final, not Iguain. Iguain was not clutch. World
2: Cup as well, he was
0: amazing. Yeah. So, well, I think there's, it's also a question of versatility and and kind of attitude. Like Manzukic is, is going to be willing to play on the left or play on the right or, fiddle, yeah. or be a sub mm-hmm. for half the time. Whereas Iguain, if you have him, he's got to play and he's got to be the striker. Yeah, right. you've, you've got so. to play
2: two Iguain, and that's yeah. not going to happen. And Ronaldo is right now playing up top. He's not playing on the wing. He's mm-hmm. not doing anything else. He's literally playing up top. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Higuain got the penalty. I couldn't quite tell if Szczesny Ces- got a touch to it onto the post or not. I wasn't I, I couldn't tell. No, I couldn't I tell. Um, either way, save, miss. Um, and then uh, Ronaldo scoring the second. Um, again, I think a shot and then it kind of parried out there. Cancelo. C- Cancelo's been... He's wonderful. He's unreal. It, yeah. He's he is absolutely
0: wonderful. unreal. Like, I knew he was good last year at Inter. But I don't know if he was this good, right. um, and this this season has just been ridiculous. He, he looks is, like a, like an absolute demon. On he the is fantastic. It,
1: I mean, he's got the the skills almost over Marcelo, but he knows how to defend as well. Just want to put that out there. Um, but wonderful player. And Ronaldo, the way he hit that ball, I thought, why? Like like he hit it hard. so hard. Yeah. I thought you could miss that. Like right? it,
2: it was a good finish, to be fair. But yeah, I know what you mean it was a bit. It wasn't necessary. <laughs> uh, same as the celebrations. But either way. Um, U of a two 0 uh, I mean, they're, they're extending the lead at the top of the table. Ronaldo eight goals in twelve games. Like, Ronaldo's a stat machine, You know, guys. at this
1: point, at this point, it's. Just, I was saying, ask it before. It's too easy. It's football. Is too easy. Retire. We're done. We don't right. need to prove anything to anyone. Retire now before the like, what's the next league? He's going to
2: join Bayern Munich and win <laughs> the league there. Like, what are you going to do? You know, um, let's do a game from Spain. Might as well since we're yeah. right. wait, wait, wait. Before well, we do that, yeah, Higuain's red card. Oh, we have to go through that. The cause.
1: meltdown.
0: I'm not sure I've ever seen anyone go from ye- from one yellow to two yellows that quickly. He
2: went from one yellow to straight red. Okay. Oh straight red. Yeah. It, it was yeah. like
0: two seconds. Like he must have said something completely ridiculous. But he was like
2: almost in t- he was almost like he a broken man. Yeah. I don't know what happened there, but I th- I think maybe the weight of the occasion he really wanted to win badly. Yeah. And then it just all hit him. I think he felt so hurt by the situation.
1: And he got a yellow it was a yellow card. Yeah. Take it and go. It's yeah. all good. Take it, go. And then <laughs> What like, we looked at, it, we saw it in slow motion, his face, the yeah, anger, or whatever he said to the referee.
2: Yeah. He probably deserved it. And then so. the thing is, usually, you, usually you realize that you're being ridiculous and you stop. But this is like Bonucci, um, Cellini, Ronaldo. He's shoving them all out the way to yeah. try get to this referee. Like, you know, when the opposition players come and say, dude, just get off the field. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. That's when you know you've gone too far. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he, he was... He he like shoved Ronaldo out the way. He was ready <laughs> to go. <laughs> like, this is your boy. He's
0: <laughs> not an easy man to stop. Look at the size no. of him. Well, one last thing on this though is that you know when that Wenger to Milan mm-hmm. rumour surfaced a couple weeks ago and a lot of people were like, well, they're in fourth. Like, why would you sack Gattuso and stuff? He played a 4-4-2 against Juventus with Bakayoko and Kessie in central midfield. Yeah. So, you know... <laughs> There are reasons, and, and, right? There are reasons. And watching
1: this game, all they did, Milan, was shoot from outside the box.
0: <laughs> what, like,
2: what is your strategy? Here? Pass it to Jahanaglu and have a crack. It was yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, no, they, they did not have a good game. Um, so in Spain, crazy result. Oh, at the camp now, Barcelona lose to Real Betis. 4-3 4-3 mm-hmm. you, you wouldn't want to Place a Betis on this hey. But you Very rich man yes. What are the odds That Betis would score 4 at the Carnaux uh,
1: Probably I think you'd be a millionaire If you put Oh put yeah For better. sure You have to be
2: um, The thing is I feel bad for the Barcelona defence Because They have no midfielders That are defending None Busquets doesn't do any more defending. Mm-hmm. He just keeps possession. Mm-hmm. Rakitic doesn't have that physical ability. Mm-hmm. And whoever, Artur or whatever, is not a defensive player. Art- Artur
1: was getting all the accolades like f- three weeks ago. Yes. I don't know what happened. So right now, As long as they've got
2: the ball, they're fine. Exactly. <laughs> but you watched this game and they didn't have the ball. And all you got was this two center backs having this wave of Betis players just run at them over and over and there over. There were so many. By the way, <laughs> this was so funny to me because Betis said,
1: pick on Sergio Roberto. Right. They came after... I mean, the first... The three goals came from... I Actually, three goals came from his side. Yeah. Was, they literally said, this is what we're going to do. Because Sergio Roberto
2: is not a good defender at all. It's crazy. And Semedo, I don't know where he is. Yeah, either. it's... It's a it, problem this, position. This was a weird game because also Messi came back for this game and it seemed like, okay, everything's going to come back to normal. And to be fair, they scored three goals. Messi with two and a beautiful uh, pre-assist on that. You know, that Messi, like, down the... And someone just... Crosses it across uh, the goal. Yeah. Whose goal? Was that Vidal's? That was Vidal's, oh, yeah. that was a great... That was a beautiful great. pass. So, you know, the guy provided three goals and you still go and concede four. I'm not sure anyone could have seen this coming. Um, if Madrid had started anywhere near acceptable at the beginning of the season, they would be easily top of this league. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't know where, where kind of they go from here. The, the La Liga scores have been, I think, the most... Up and down from any league this season. Barcelona and Madrid ha- are not used to dropping this many points so early on. No, Alaves, Espanyol, Sevilla—they're all in the top four or five. And, and uh, Atleti don't want to win the league,
0: no, so, so it's just—I mean, they won this week. They beat Bilbao three-two, but like they Last very, second, very nearly it? didn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But just back on the Betis game, Betis. Like, I—I I didn't quite realize how fun a team they are, just in terms of names on the pitch. Like, you've got Mark Bartra, who they signed, you know, after mm. he did his sojourn in, in, in Germany. They've got Sydney, who's like that Brazilian defender who came over to Benfica when yep. he was a kid and then went to jail for something. Oh they got God. Christian Tello, which is jokes. Giovanni Loselso, the Argentinian kid from, from Paris Saint-Germain. He's the right spot. they got William Carvalho with his porn moustache. You've got Guardado, who's been around for like 100 years. And, and, and of then, course. up front, 90-year-old Joaquin, and joined there by a, by a guy called Lauren Moron. Like <laughs> <laughs> which I'm sure is pronounced very differently, but still.
2: Here are two stats for you. Um, Barcelona, this is the first time they've lost at home since September 2016. That's 43 games. That is 793 days since they've lost at home. Um, and this is the, only the second time in their history, well, in the history of Messi and Barcelona, that they have lost a game in which Messi scored two or more goals. Wow. Are Ever. Bertis in the top four? <laughs> can you guess how many games that been? That Messi has scored two or more goals that they haven't well, lost? It's his like whole most of them. How many? Like most of them. Like 500 games. No, he no, has scored no, 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 200 no. Pl- two um, plus. Wait, wait, sorry. What's the standard? How again? many games 80, have he scored? Two 80, plus? Oh, sorry. More. Uh, 150. Yeah, 158. Ooh. Damn. That's a lot of games. That's a very good stat, actually. Yeah.
0: We're going to put that in the next trivia night, so you should come.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) 158 is the answer. We actually should, just see who
2: was listening. Um, Fraud a goat? Yeah. That's greatness. That's a goat. That's a guy you respect.
1: Fraud. Ah. All
2: right, so what are we doing? Cruz? Tony Cruz. Okay. So what do you guys say? Are you recording? Yeah. Uh, Oh, okay. Fraud. Uh, uh, What? (laughs) Yes. Ooh,
0: wow! Listen, okay. I, okay. I love, okay. I love a controlled passing midfielder okay. who can slide rule that ball yeah. down the pitch, all he does. Okay. but Michael Carrick is Kay. the same other yeah. thing, and I'm not calling him GOAT. You're not calling Michael Carrick GOAT? I love Michael Carrick, but he's not GOAT. You're not calling Michael Carrick GOAT? Back to Cruz. <laughs> <I>, I'm sorry, <laughs> hold on here.
1: Michael Carrick? That all the Spanish managers say that they would oh, have in their go. team? <laughs> Bernie, Bernie, Michael <laughs> Carrick, who's won everything in the game? I Michael, have Carrick, Michael Carrick, who gave Robin Van Persie a title? I, I guess ma. we're doing Michael Carrick. No, no, no. He's he retired.
2: <laughs> we're staying on Tony Cruz. Bernie I'm just mad right now. loves one of those where, like, you know when you speak about schools, he goes, Did you hear what Pep Guardiola yeah. said Did you hear about what Xavi said about? He loves being in those top. Yeah, because it. because your opinion doesn't count. <laughs> the
0: problem with Xavi with is that he's said so much ridiculous mm. shit lately mm. that nothing he ever said before counts. True. True. So, yeah, but Iniesta said it too, so I'll give
1: Back to, back to Cruz. No, we're done. Um, we're done. to goes over this week.
2: Just you know, <laughs> a, a fit, what a fit like Hargreaves, like barely. What Tony Cruz? What? Nah, nah, nah. No, no. no, no. no. Pre- mate, no. Mate, he has no physical ability whatsoever. True, but Hargreaves did. Has to have forget Hargreeves. He has to have. <laughs> he has to have a midfield partner that not carries but has to really supplement him. In a moderates recently in whoever in Germany. He just he's not the dude that will take it on his own and do it all. If oh. Tony Cruz could buy Kante. Yes. He would. Yes. He <sighs> okay. needs he needs someone there. He's not good enough to run a game all by himself because he's never and he's never and will never have that physical ability. Okay. So so here's 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 is a better player. Well, Wow! No, here's here's two facts. Here,
1: one, he has won everything there was to win. So he has been fantastic in every team he has been as in. has he won the Premier League. He, well, he hasn't been there yet. We're so to, we'll see. He you want to John John won the Champions League? There you go. We're talking about someone with one, some of the best techniques Point we've ever in this seen. Field? The guy's technical ability is up. like yeah. You know as what? Far has as far, as far, hold on, hold, on, on. On. The fraud, hold Thomas. on, hold on. We'll get there All because right. if you look at Thiago Alcantara and Tony Cruz, Tony Cruz's career shits. On Thiago Alcantara, of course, yeah. he's oh, a better that? player than Thiago Alcantara. True, he's, Thiago
2: was a fraud. Yeah,
1: for me, <laughs> this is a step up from Thiago Alcantara. Yeah. So, Cruz, so I can't see. Cruz he's is a, he's way a fraud. better
2: than a Thiago Alcantara for sure. And I'm you just... argued goat oh, for Thiago Alcantara. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah,
1: just just want to make that known. But <laughs>
2: who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> the point is, I just Cruz is a fantastic player. No, no one's taking that away from him. And that slide rule, pass grass cutter, daisy cutter, whatever, into the bottom corner. Yeah, blah blah. Okay, it kind of yeah. brings him into the limelight. He is the groundsman. He is the groundsman. We're
1: talking about a guy that has won three Champions Leagues in a row and this been integral to won. that.
2: If Modric is gold, go, is gold because wait, they wait, need wait, each wait, other. Wait, 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 they wait, They need wait, each other. Wait, wait. Are you putting Cruz in the same level as Modric? I am. Who? I am. Lord have mercy. I, I'm saying it with my chest. Lord uh, have mercy. Yes. If you take Cruz out and you put anyone there, Madrid still win the three titles with Modric there. No, no they don't. the opposite, no, no, they no they don't. chance. No, they don't. No chance. Absolutely not. You tell me I'm a good fan right not. now. If he had to pick between losing one of them for the three runs of the Champions League, he would pick losing Modric? That's not what Modric? I said. That's not what I said. They're no on chance. the same
1: level. They do different things. No chance. Because the passing ability of Tony Cruz knitting things together is better than Luka Modric. Yeah, they
2: do different things in, in, the, in the idea that Modric does more. No, Modric was not the best player on the team that won the World Cup. Pick bad. one. Modric. There we go. France won the World <laughs> Cup. Yeah. Done. What's yeah. Kowisha. With, with Cruz Paul, with, with Paul drag. Cruz no, <laughs> 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 with Cruz drag. A, 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 like something like Croatia to the World Cup final, like moderns. he's not dragging anything with their no physical ability. Exactly. I'm just
1: saying. We're talking about the German Player of the Year, who you, <laughs> you used so many times to defend another player. Yeah. This is the best player sure. in an entire country. One that time that makes him a goat. One
0: who, time. Who votes for German Player of the Year? Germans. Mohaned. Just Germans.
2: Just <laughs> <in> general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah like also 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 Twitter. Time. Mate, I love Cruz. He's great. Goat. Just too bad he's a fraud. Goat. That's greatness. That's a goat. That's a guy you respect. Fraud. So back to the Premier League. Best league in the world. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, Chelsea drew to Everton nil-nil. Oh, great advert for the Premier League, but yeah. it wasn't. I-, I thought Everton, Everton a lot of fun. I like to tune into everything. You love Everton. Season. It just. You have a fr- soft spot. The front three this season have been a lot of uh, very exciting. Um, they were very good again, this game. And Hazard came back, didn't do anything, hasn't scored in seven games. So that I put out there. This agenda
1: is mm. wonderful. Yeah. Except for the fact that he came on after injury and has had an assist in one minute, which was the game before this.
2: Seven games, no goals. Has it actually been seven yeah. games? Mo Salah went for two at the end of the world. Wasn't he injured for seven no. games? No, his last
1: seven. Really? Yeah. He has seven goals already, he hasn't scored in
2: seven games? Trust. I'm not sure this stat is correct. I'm not sure either. You can check it out. I um, so oh Mina played at yeah. back for everything. full debut mm-hmm. did very well by account that's um, Barcelona's Mina, right yeah well they got Yerimina uh,
0: Lucas Dinier and uh, Andre Gomez mm. Mm. it's like Barca B Andre Gomez actually
2: looks capable he's fine man yeah but at Barca he literally looked like well, you know you could play instead what well. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah easy <laughs> I can um, do the
0: Busquets role you don't have to do anything true, true. Um, well, Bernard is really. having a good season yeah, he is There was a little incident Where he uh, he was alleged To have headbutted Rudiger Which obviously can't be true Because there's no way he can reach him Yeah, that's I mean true. He's
2: 5'4 Rudiger is like 6'2 Yeah,
0: forget it It's not even logistically possible
2: <laughs> um, But yeah, back to Chelsea I mean Morata again Drawing blanks Hazard uh, Not playing very well Willian He just doesn't have Enough end product Like we always say and when it doesn't click for them, it doesn't click They look fine in midfield Jorginho and Kante and Kovacic are keeping the ball Everything's great But that, that killer instinct in mm-hmm. the box in the final third If Hazard isn't on his game There are no goals in this team Well, I'm
0: not sure that's true Because in the last few weeks He hasn't been playing, hasn't been scoring And they've been fine Murata, we'd seen him score mm. a few goals in the last few weeks William and Pedro also stepping up um, But I thought what Everton did well here Was that they singled out Jorginho so, like, Marco Silva was asked about what his plans were to deal with Hazard. And he said, well, actually, the key is to make sure Jorginho doesn't run the game. So, he had Sigurdsson and Richarlison just closing him down every time he got and the And he week. had to put in
1: a shift to yes. do that. And yes. he did.
0: But, by the way, Hazard had not... Hadn't, this is the first game
1: he started since his injury. So, your ah. stat is completely... How? Inclusive. they laugh. It's the first start yes. he's had since his injury. And he was scoring for his injury. So, that start, that stat... It's fake news. Mohamed fraudulent. Okay. People. <laughs> Mohamed definitely fraudulent with stats. <laughs> <laughs>
2: People can go check, and I bet you anything hasn't scored in seven games, and it doesn't matter if he's played in them. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, not a, not uh, two points definitely dropped for Chelsea at home, at home, right? Yeah. 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 It was it was
1: a bit of a nothing game to be honest. Yeah, like. it, was. it
0: was. Kind of. On the other hand, Pickford made a lot of pretty good saves. I he think did. he was in fact man of the match. So like. I think this reflects badly on Chelsea. I think they actually created more than enough chances to win it. Alonso. Alonso oh, with the volley. Oh, Alonso f- with
2: the hitting the... Po- Alonso was their best player in attack. He's, he's an incredible player he in really general, is. but he was literally mm-hmm. the most dangerous Chelsea player.
0: To think that he was the
1: fourth left back that they actually wanted to sign that year. Yeah.
0: And yes. Mohamed singled him out as the weak link in that team. Yeah. <laughs> but he was that season. He was that season. <laughs> Did you hear this? What <laughs> was so
2: upset. Yeah.
0: Alright, let's move on. Liverpool two, Fulham nil easy. Just easy. easy
2: well the thing easy, is this easy, had easy. some controversy because Mitrovic had a, a one nil, yeah. Fulham whipped the ball in. Mitrovic headed it in. He was offside.
0: No, 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 no. no, no, no See no, no. the thing is this Wasn't this is it? what
2: Liverpool fans did. Liverpool fans doctored that image that you saw. Wow. Well, Literally took out Robertson. What do you mean, took out Robertson? There is an image doing the rounds on Twitter <laughs> that Liverpool fans are using to say that Mitrovic was outside. No, but I saw the, v- the, v- the replay. Right. Forget the, the picture. Robertson plays him Okay, off. but I'm just telling you what they've done, regardless uh-huh. of if he was outside or not. I swear to you, there was a picture doing the rounds. Millions of retweets. They just and removed Robertson them. is not in the photo. Like They took him out to show that <laughs> Mitrovic was outside. This all happens, Liverpool fans get on the phone. Hi, Sarah Sanders, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> So it was just anyway. Wait, so wait. Like I thought. He I'm was not sure. Outside, I thought. Though. I thought Robertson's foot kind of kept him on. Regardless. Mm-hmm. Even Klopp said as much. Yeah. Oh was really? It, oh, so it is. oh, then then it has to be right. So Mitrovic headed it in. Um, Everyone thought it was a goal. It wasn't given. Uh, Allison got the ball really quickly, played it down the wing to Trent very fast. While mm-hmm. Mitrovic was kind of almost celebrating, mm-hmm. who played it down to Salah, brilliant pass, and then Salah a really nice finish. Ball was still rolling when Allison. Well, came that in. was another thing as well. Um, so there's a lot of controversy, and for a league that is so popular, so expensive, so this, so that, to not have VAR when every other league does is a shambles. It's actually stupid. Jokunovic kind of lost his mind, and I could
0: totally understand it. Like, in his situation, when you're scrapping for every point you can possibly get, yeah. you get a goal disallowed, you get the balls are still rolling, and no yeah, one, but, you know... But
2: p- was he more mad, or was Charlie Austin more mad? Oh, <laughs> Charlie Austin lost his mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, But Sorry, before
1: we move on from this game... I. General question, we might as well have it. Um, the ball, uh, like quick free kicks. What's the, like? I, I mean, this happens all the time, and I think mm. I kind of just ignore it and neglect it, whatever. If it works out for you, it works out for you. But sometimes the ref says go ahead. Sometimes he doesn't. What? What's the You're rationale to take behind it.
2: that? Okay, so if the ref needs to create a wall, mm-hmm. you have to wait for the whistle. If he's not creating a wall, you can play it at any time. But when you do play it, the ball can be rolling. Yeah. But is that the actual rule?
1: Because I feel like I've seen lots of situations where the a guy rolling? wants to... Well, even in your own half and the guy wants to... Not the ball rolling, wants to play a quick free kick. Ref goes, no, 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 no. And then that's, the ref goes, on
2: my whistle, that's, on my whistle. That's maybe he gave a yellow card. So still, if he gives a yellow mm-hmm. card, you have to wait for a whistle. You can't play a quick free kick after a yellow card because he's still writing the guy's name down, etc. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of restart play. So there's a few rules when he has to restart. Uh, that's one of them. Okay. The yellow card is one of them. Okay. And setting a wall is one of them. Things like
1: that. Yeah, it's just one I've never really liked because I feel like it's ambiguous. Right. And to get rid of that, just play on the referee's whistle, like. Well,
2: but, but you realize the referees don't whistle everything. Like when it's a very clear throw in, he doesn't whistle. Did, just on on this kind of subject, did you
0: guys see we had a bit of a first this weekend? Referee in the Chelsea game sprays the foam. Yeah. And Fabregas picks up the foam <laughs> and moves it a yard forward. Brilliant. And so he's still at
1: the foam. Everything's great. <laughs> By the way, I don't know why this reminds me of this. Did you guys see that video? That was. Going viral on Twitter this week, where this—I I don't even know what league, what country it is, which is this team is playing. White, a team is wearing a red, and uh, this teammate's on the floor injured, <laughs> and the other guy is like holding his head. He's trying like you know figure out what's going on with him. Balls crossed into the box, no. and then the goalkeeper squirms. The ball goes under him, and the guy who's like helping his friend sees it, gets up, kicks it in, then goes back to help <laughs> his friend.
2: <laughs> yeah, That's the best worlds, <laughs> It was a brilliant goal um arsenal uh, drew with wolves 1-1 um uh, again arsenal unbeaten still etc etc but what you're going to get from arsenal this season is inconsistency you're going to get good games you know they came off that 1-1 to liverpool which is a brilliant game probably the best game they played all season even though they didn't win and then you come to wolves where wolves this game at home at the em- like at the emirates wolves should have won like four nil this yeah. this Easily. looked like a Arsenal
0: under Arsene Wenger performance. It was one of those show up at home, kind of look like they only they don't need to do much to win it. You know, show up and we'll mm. win. Underestimate Wolves and and they were sloppy again. I mean, Xhaka has been much much improved this season, but it was a horrendous mistake. Well, this is that allowed fifth, Wolves to score
2: fifth direct mistake that leads to a goal since his debut in the Premier League, mm. which is the most of any other player. I think it is honestly because <coughs> I
0: mean, that's very unlucky. Like that's not. That is a product of where he is with the ball. Like, generally, when he loses the ball, the center backs are out where the full backs, but you know, they've split. Right. But don't lose. And he's the standing ball. there in the middle. No. Grant, like, like, today like, it wasn't mm-hmm. even pressure. He just let no, it he go. Let it go.
1: He, he loses concentration. On that goal, for me, was also, I mean, he lost the ball and yep. played a bad pass. But then his attempt to recover True. was non existent. He didn't and unacceptable at this level. A slight,
2: slight increase in pace, and mm-hmm. he would have been there in front of the mm-hmm. game, but he didn't really commit to the mm-hmm. tracking back, which I think he used it all up against Moussala the week before. I think he had to have done. Um, and Zaha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Leno had a fantastic game, kept us in it, brilliant saves, very brave, throwing himself at the feet of strikers, getting injured in the process, etc., etc. He's been having, I think, obviously no one's perfect and all keepers make mistakes, but he's, since coming in for check, he's been a bright spot. And I'm just excited to see him He's done improve. what he should do.
1: Yeah. By the way, if he continues having good form, then he has two German keepers ahead of him who have been playing like trash. Ter Sturgen in his last <laughs> game, unbelievable mistake. Yes. But hey, great keeper. Ter I'm just Sturgen saying. is the best keeper in no, the world, though. No, that's all black.
2: That is all no, that's all black. It's no. not even. Okay, close. I mean, it's we can not agree even to disagree. Too bad black's nope. a fraud, though. Nope. No, oh <laughs> no, oh no, no, no. No, we're not having that. But this game is definitely
1: not the best goalkeeper in the world. I, I but guess. anyway, back to Arsenal. Uh, by yeah. the way, Wolves you should they should have won by four. Mm. That last hit in the ninety mm. fifth minute of the game. Oof. What
2: a hit! That's that's just unlucky. Yeah, just unlucky. No, that was a great. I mean. Yeah. There was just a lot about this game, like Alex said, it was nonchalant, it was just going through the motions. Also, there is something to say about the whole Aubameyang out wide, just trying to kind of shove him into the team because of his name. If you're know, if you going to pick a striker, pick the one that you want to play, play him in the middle, if not, play two up top. But Aubameyang it just doesn't have the feet or the skill to play out wide. In general, I don't disagree. The thing is, until now, it hasn't affected his
0: goal return. You know what I mean? Like, he's been playing out wide. He hasn't been playing that well generally. He doesn't really get that involved in the play, but he still ends up with a goal or two. But our
2: build-up down the left and our defending down the left are both non-existent because of it. I don't disagree. It's
0: it's a a very odd situation and it's not an easy one to see. So,
1: Kolasinac played, I think, either in the last game in Europe
2: or something like that? Last
0: two Premier League
1: games. Yeah. So, is is, is he... Okay, I was going to say, is he coming coming back into form? and
2: uh, Worst player on the field this game. And he's never actually been that good for he, he had
1: like his first 10 games or so that like
2: when he came were pretty good <sighs> attacking wise a little bit it's kind of like Varmelin's first six games where he was like top scorer of the league for a while but like defensively like mm-hmm. he can defend he's a bit too slow he looks big in a tank and whatever but he's actually too slow because yeah. of how big he is so, and he's really not the long-term solution so still
0: relying on monreal oh for sure
2: left back i
0: would imagine will be a priority in the summer yeah um also happening in the summer, I mean, the, just the thing on, on Leno is if he keeps this up, Czech doesn't get his his spot mm. back. Mm-hmm. Czech's contract is done at the end of the year. So unless he's willing to stick around and be number two, this might be it for Czech. Like, we might not actually see him be Arsenal number one again. Aston Villa, um, goalkeeper. Sure. yeah, <laughs> Under John Terry. Um, Welbeck uh, got a horrendous injury mm. in Europe. Um, the players were like, oh yeah, we FaceTimed him before the game. Maybe that's why they lost. Um, maybe that was depressing. I actually but, think he's leaving
2: quite a big gap in the squad which I don't know how we're going to fill Because he's kind of like, he's happy to be second-choice striker. He can come on Third in choice. the middle. He can come on down the wings. He He's kind of versatile. He's useful as a substitute. And now the question is, do you bring back um, Nelson from loan um, in January? Do you kind of upgrade in Ketia, who I don't think can really play down the wing? Um, is it will be going to, you know, come back into form again? Because he's been having quite a bad few games. Mkhitaryan is absolutely useless.
1: I don't think this is your biggest worry. I think he's useful, <laughs> but I don't think he, this is a big problem. But by the way, for me, the the real crisis, if you look at Danny Welbeck, what he should be, this is, a, this is a case of injuries robbing someone of everything that he yeah. has. Danny Welbeck from Manchester United to early Arsenal, that was a good player. And now he can't even run. Like it's so sh- sad to see the guy. And after this, that's that's it. I well, he
2: does. Well, his contract runs out in the summer. Uh, the, I mean, the idea is that he's not gonna. If be we, if you get crazy. We haven't run offered him. Well, we haven't offered him a contract, or he hasn't signed one. Now, why would we offer him one when he's injured? Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense. So it looks like him and Ramsey will be.
1: Yeah, yeah. Take care and, of him for now, and honestly, let him go. That's the best thing that you can do for yourself.
2: Yeah, so Arsenal still extend their unbeaten run to sixteen. Um, again, when you take the big picture since the beginning of the season, I think we're, uh, from my expectations we're in a better spot than I thought we would be. Um, so I will kind of take this, but it needs to improve because the next after the international break, it gets very tough. You play. It's London Yeah, you play Tottenham, you play United, um, you play Bournemouth, who are very close to Arsenal in sixth. I think Arsenal in fifth. So you kind of play all the teams around mm-hmm. you and if you lose those three games you could all of a sudden see yourself slip down. You can page. have some
1: permutations for that yep. last top four spot. Because Tottenham are not far away by the way none mm-hmm. of these teams from 8th to 5th or 8th to 4th are very I think it's like a four or five point spread or something
0: yeah, like that. Yeah well Spurs are three points clear of them I think at the moment but but to honest point if you then lose against them mm-hmm. then it starts to look dodgy but Spurs uh, this week scrappy 1-0 win against Palace. There's a good stat about this actually um, which is that uh, Spurs have won 1-0 in each of their last five Premier League meetings with Crystal Palace, which is the longest run of consecutive identical results between two teams oh, in wow. the history of the Premier League. So basically, just don't bother playing, just 1-0. To yeah, yeah well, if you don't put it. a bet on that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Palace haven't scored a goal at home this season that isn't a penalty, which is really sad.
2: Yeah, really? two against Arsenal. That's it. Um, That's it. Those are the only home goals they've scored. Yes. Yep. Holy. Yes. Well, before the Arsenal game, it was none. Oh, like they're tragic,
0: yeah. and and Zaha. My dad was texting me before this game. Um, you know, to, we were talking about the lineups, and he said Zaha isn't playing. That that's like a good thing, right? And I was like, yeah, they don't win without him. Yeah, I mean, they barely score without him, but they, they don't. They, they never they barely, win without. Him. They barely
1: do anything with him this season. Last season was a different story, but this is true. Well,
0: right. the, the only thing that they do is make life really difficult if they're at home. Yeah, like we've seen in recent weeks, Arsenal went there and Spurs went there, and it was a very similar game, just like very kind of frantic, very difficult. In this case, the the Spurs goal came from Foyth, who... This is a bit of a redemption story. Gave away two pens last week, back in the team this week, scores the winner. Um, But other than that, it was just scrappy. You know what?
1: On Zaha, because I don't know if we have anything else to talk about, but what I find particularly interesting is, he's a good player. Yeah. But there is no market for him.
2: It doesn't seem like anyone wants him, particularly. Well,
1: well, think about it, right? He's the talisman for for Crystal Palace. And when you see people like Lukaku going for $75 or whatever... There is, There cannot be a market For Zaha You can't justify Paying 60 million
0: For, for Zaha
1: And that's what Palace are going to ask for
2: Yeah but he's one of the Best <clears throat>
0: players in the league But that's the thing like, Is he? Yeah a couple, a couple years ago Possibly even up to Last summer like Spurs were interested In Zaha mm-hmm. But Crystal Palace Just went Well yeah we want 60 to 75 million At which point Spurs go Alright I'll get Lucas Moura for 25 Like that's the problem with the English premium mm-hmm. and the Premier League premium is that, yeah, you you just priced him out of any move that he
1: could possibly make. Because in my make. head, I asked myself, Riyad Mahrez went to City for $60 million. Yeah. Uh, is he better than Riyad Mahrez?
2: No. So
1: what does he go for? Well, but, like but $35 they, million
2: should get you Zaha.
1: It should, but that's not going to get you Zaha. So he has to wind and, down and his that's contract. And that's why he has no market. It's, yeah, which it's, is why he don't sign
2: a new long-term contract at Palace. Yeah, that's true.
1: Unless you went to a big club and you felt literally like they didn't take care of you, so you want to go back home, which is what happened with him.
0: Yeah, I understand what he did, but it also has... It is limiting. It yeah. is really limiting at this point.
1: Well, better get relegated, then his, his price will go down. That's true. <coughs> that's true.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. He should just stay injured for the rest of the season. <laughs>
1: um, I
2: think that pretty much sums
1: it all up. Yeah, the only other thing we can bring up is a game that we didn't watch that all hippies or hipsters pretended that they knew something about no, that yeah. was uh oh yeah the battle at la Bambanera river plate boca juniors 2-2 two, 2-2 two. Two, two.
2: Mm-hmm. ended so up what like, happened is there like a second leg yes. a second leg
1: But at, uh i don't even know river Plate stadium i forget i just know la bomba because it sounds nice the chocolate box man yeah. yeah
2: well here's another thing for listeners who probably would not have known about it it's just you can show off to your friends the african champions league final just ended. Ooh, um, is it? I'm just guessing because I know nothing about right. this Al Ahli? Al Ahli from Egypt was in it versus. Uh, Mamalodi Sundown. Uh, no, um. <laughs> I think from Tunis. Etoile or whatever. Etoile de Sahel? Yeah, so. Al Ahly won at home in Egypt 3 one mm. And then the away like they lost 3 0. Oh, what? Oh no. So they lost. Yeah, it was insane. It was insane. Wow. Man, like the Egyptian Tunisians have such a long history like of rivalry and The football. Moroccans too. Yeah. Oh it's it's those North Africans in mm. Egypt, Algeria, Morocco, mm-hmm. Tunisia. No like each other and it just gets crazy. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, that's another little tidbit. So we've covered all continents except Asia. I think anything happened in Asia? Anyone know anything? There is
1: Asian Champions League games, but I think oh. Persepolis is playing someone else in a big game. Oh. I just saw on the list on Bleacher Report of big mm-hmm. games this weekend where mm-hmm.
2: I didn't follow up. Okay. Cool. Well, I mean, can't complain we're not covering the whole globe. Yeah, no, it's
0: true. There was a story recently about a South Africa, uh, sorry, a South uh, Korean player who won or like he got an exemption from the military thing. Mm-hmm. Not, not the most recent group, yeah, yeah, but the yeah. group before. Got an exemption. And so they had to do community, so like some kind of community service right. instead of military. And he faked the hours that he did on that and got found out. It's like, mate, you got exactly. away with it. You yeah. had it. Yeah. And now he's gonna get punished. You know, Further.
1: Since we live here and to cover the the continents, uh, Atlanta United, who yes. I think are our favorites, pretty much to win MLS Cup, they beat NYCFC,
0: who are frauds. They blow up in the playoffs every year. Well, They're they won
2: not. the the. the, the What's it called? The supporters... No, that was uh, Red
0: Bulls. Oh. Red Bulls. Who beat
1: Columbus 3-0 to go through.
2: Sounders are out too. Sounders are out. Portland
1: won on penalties. And Sporting KC beat Real Salt Lake. So it's all set up for Atlanta United. But by the way, they're playing Red Bulls. Imagine Atlanta's...
2: Is it first season? No, second. Second season in the league? Win the whole thing? Mm -hmm. I mean, they... They've been playing so well. They have so much flair. Their stadium looks incredible. And it's really packed good. every it's game. Packed, man. man. And, and, and it's a lot. It's huge. Yeah. And
0: Martino is leaving at the end of the season, so you know, do, it, do it for Tata.
2: Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. I'll, I'll call, you, Australia. Anything happening in Australia? Nah, mate. back nothing. Just dingoes everywhere. <laughs> All right. See you guys next week. Bye.